0: what is up everybody welcome to the tomatolito boxing show and listen we finally have an undisputed champion at 135 pounds delfimo lopez got close to doing it to accomplishing it but didn't yes the takeover was real when he beat lomachenko but he was shy of a title he got the franchise title and not the actual WBC uh, lightweight title. Therefore, he wasn't the actual undisputed champion. A lot of people listed Delfimo Lopez as, and rightfully so, as the disputed, undisputed champion. Because, not of his doing, but it was due to the WBC. The WBC uh, acknowledging... Lomachenko as the friend, giving them that franchise status, just like they they did to Canelo uh, at one hundred and sixty, and therefore not deciding who the actual one hundred and thirty-five pound champion was at the time. Mixed messages, mixed messaging, a lot of issues that happened during the, and, and a lot of controversy that happened during those titles. And Mauricio Suleiman, not willing to clear it up. Recognizing everybody as a champion. Everybody who held that title as a champion at the time. Therefore, Teofimo goes down as the disputed, undisputed champion. Never actually being recognized as an an undisputed champ at 135. And tonight, we got one. The 8th undisputed champion in the four belt era and that is the dream Devin Haney he finally got it he landed it and this is a slap in the face to all those who considered him an email champ a paper champ a mail-in champ he is 28 and 0 and 15 knockouts to his record And he flawlessly stopped. He stopped the strategies of George Camposos. Eliminated the right hand when the over right hand was going to come up. And eliminated the left hand when the left hand was supposed to play a part in George Camposos' strategy. Devin Haney was on point from start to finish. I don't even know if you could give George Camposos a single round in the fight. Nonetheless... It was a majority decision of 118-110. Somebody saw some type around for George Camposo's. I didn't. I saw a flawless victory for Devin Haney. He's 28 and0 now. And listen at 135 pounds, we know who the lightweight champ is now, finally. Finally, we have a lightweight champ that nobody could question. He continues to get better. And we're dating back to the Gamboa days. From Gamboa to Linares to his last victory last December against Jojo Diaz. He continues to get better. And you can't question that. For Cambosos, we're dating back to Mickey Bay, Lee Selby, Delfimo Lopez, and now this one. Yes, the Teofimo Lopez was a good victory on his part. One that shut a lot of mouths up. A lot of haters, a lot of doubters, including myself. Because I saw Teofimo Lopez walking through Cambosos and Cambosos ended up getting the nod by decision win. Nonetheless, he got it. He did it. He accomplished it. He proved it against all of us who were cheering for Teofimo or all of us who didn't think he had enough to beat Delfimo, the, the judges did. They gave him the belts. And he carried all of the belts, the IBF, the WBO, the WBA, and the Ring Magazine title, meaning he was the man to beat at 135 and walked around with those titles for nearly six months, Until tonight, the only man willing to give a shot to Devin Haney, because up to then, Devin Haney was deemed as a joke. And a lot of it, a lot of the fault has to go and fall on the shoulders of the WBC and the Suleimans of this world. Because they failed to make a decision on who the actual champ was in that division. Similar to the WBA and the issues, the continuing issues, even though they say they were going to clear up their mess, they have continuing issues going on with the amount of champions that they continue to recognize amongst across all their divisions. We finally have an undisputed champ at 135. The dream, Devin Haney, went to Australia. A number of issues that presented themselves. And he continued to stay on task. He shows up. His dad is not allowed to enter the country. He shows up with Yoel Judah, father of former undisputed champ at welterweight. Zab Judah, in this corner, shows up with his team, missing his dad, continues to go forward, doing charitable work in Australia. George Camboso starts talking like Teofimo. The cockiness, the arrogance, the confidence, it starts crossing in, and we start seeing similar traits displayed as that of Teofimo, who was just, Claiming everything in the world when he was on top of that division and then couldn't even defend those titles once because he relinquished them to Cambosos. And here comes Cambosos and repeats that same storyline and relinquishes all the titles to one Devin Haney who was holding the WBC title in his, uh, to his respect. And now, Holds a throne as the eighth undisputed champ in the four belt era. And he is going to go down in the history books as one of the best, as one of the greats. Charlo just hit number seven a month ago. Canelo just hit number six last year. That's how good of an era we're living in right now in boxing. Devin Haney improves to 28 and 0 with 15 knockouts. George Cambozos gets his first defeat, and he now drops to 20 and 1 with 10 knockouts in a one-sided fight. In what was a great, great, great showing by Devin Haney impressive at that, where he just didn't let George Camposos ever get into his rhythm, ever generate his attack, or implement his strategy, his plan. Whatever they worked on never came to fruition. Devin Haney put a stop to every single one of those loose ends that could have been there, that could have opened or created an opening for George Camposos, Devin Haney was that good tonight, and he was on point. I didn't give a single round to George Camposos, Yeah, it was a 118-110 decision. I saw sporadic punches for George Camposos, sporadic punches that hurt Devin Haney, punches that actually caused damage. But if we've ever talked about punches that are too far in between, this was it. And this was an excellent example of it because he would land one or two punches and then get out work the entirety of the remaining of the round. Devin Haney pitched a shutout and there was no dispute where the judges could pull off another decision similar to what they did against Manny Pacquiao when he faced Jeff Horn in Australia. No questions here tonight. And it would have been a disgrace if they would have seen otherwise to the sport of boxing. And it would have shut down boxing in Australia if the judges would have seen otherwise. Great referee. Great referee that ended up officiating the fight tonight. He was calling them on the spot whenever they were getting out of hand with elbows, with holding. Very smooth, not panicking, effortless, effortless performance by the referee. And Devin Haney shined. All of you who continue to claim before tonight that Devin Haney was just a sham, a joke, didn't belong. What a big slap in the face he got. I've been telling you guys since the Gamboa fight, he continues to improve. The dream looks good and continues to look good. That fight that he had against Jojo Diaz was even better than what we saw tonight. The stakes weren't, but that fight against Jojo Diaz, Jojo Diaz actually challenged him. Pushed in, closed in. George Cambozos tried around the fourth round, he started implementing this strategy where he was inching in closer to Devin Haney so he could land his power punches and started actually affecting some good punches. And that was it. He would let up. And Devin Haney would gain space, move away, and continue to implement his jab. And control the rhythm, control the spacing, and control the pace of the fight. George Camboso's got outworked, outskilled, outpowered, out everything tonight. He met a better version of a boxer and a younger version at that. Devin Haney, at 23 years old, becomes the youngest undisputed champion of this four-belt era to date. Devin Haney a man. From getting shunned out, closed out, pushed away, criticized, laughed at, he stuck on task, he stayed on trait, He maintained his eye on the goal. And look, he just accomplished it. While everybody was criticizing him and his chin dating back to the Linares fight, his chin is suspect. And then Jojo Diaz tested that chin and he answered it. He answered all those doubters. And tonight, his chin, his temple, were tested early in the fight. And he answered all those doubters. Devin Haney is the real deal. And he is your eighth undisputed champ in this four-belt era. What is next for Devin Haney? Who knows? But as of right now, Devin Haney... Is up for and should deservingly so be up for the biggest payday of his career. Reportedly, it was going to be a 70 30 split tonight in favor of George Cambosos as it related to pay per view split. It was supposed to be a $10 million purse, $10 million purse for George Cambosos, while it was supposed to be a $2.5 million purse. For Devin Haney, as it was reported, that's going to change. Especially after Gervonta Davis's victory over Roly Romero last week. That victory that Gervonta Davis had, and I guess we'll throw this in as a bonus episode. I'm going to throw this in right now. Because I didn't put out an episode on Davis over Romero. I should have, but I didn't. So we'll throw this in there and add it as a bonus to this episode. Javante Davis, his victory, his sixth round knockout victory over Rolly Romero was not significant in the fact that it affected the rankings, the ratings, or the placement of the lightweight division. However, Rolly Romero has sparred with a lot of the top fighters in today's lightweight division such as Teofimo Lopez, Devin Haney, Ryan Garcia, Gervonta Davis, you name it. But it was more of a personal feud that was building that fight up. The significance be- behind Davis's victory over Rolly Romero was that of the gates, was that of what he was able to do by creating one of the biggest live gates for the Barclays Center, In New York, in the last three to four years, he had nearly 19,000 people show up for his performance, which was a highly fueled, bad-feuded, back-and-forth. Match up that Davis and Rolly Romero had between one another—it was just bad blood at its best. Gervonta Davis, in the way that he performed, not only did he cement that he is one of our all-time best attractions in in boxing currently. Aside from Canelo, Gervonta Davis seems to be one of our biggest draws in boxing today. That's what he was able to prove against an opponent who was not deservingly so or didn't deserve to be in that ring against Gervonta Davis, but got himself into that fight by trash-talking his way into that fight. Gervonta Davis successfully stopped Roly Romero in the sixth round and once again with his left hand, Straight to the jawline of Rolly Romero and drop Rolly Romero, stopping him in the sixth and claiming his throne as one of the biggest sellers in today's market. Javante Davis is a big draw. This wasn't a meaningful opponent. Yet, what Gervonta Davis has done between 130, 135, 140, recently relinquishing the 130 title that he had, or the version of the WBA title that he had, he still holds a version of the WBA title at 135. And he should be the next in line for Devin Haney. Not just as a gate type of draw, but hopefully as a mandatory to unify the WBA title. That will be a huge fight and a huge payday, not just for Haney, but of course for Davis. Haney has just hit the jackpot, and it wasn't by luck. It was by hard work and dedication and patience. Devin Haney, Gervonta Davis should be the absolute next fight that we should get in the lightweight division. Meanwhile, Lomachenko continues to climb himself back up. Teofimo has already moved up to 140. Looks like he's going to be fighting Pedro Campa. Who else is there? Ryan Garcia is going to be fighting Fortuna who lost to Jojo Diaz, who lost to Devin Haney. Jojo Diaz, after that victory with Javier Fortuna, went on to fight Devin Haney and lost. So Ryan Garcia still got to climb up. Javante Davis is right there. This should be the next fight. And let's hope that it happens before the calendar year ends. What an amazing, amazing, amazing showing that we had. And rather than split episodes... Let's combine them with the Gervonta Davis, Rolly Romero cover, and, of course, Devin Haney with George Camposos. Devin Haney is your eighth undisputed champion in this four-belt era, and I couldn't be happier about that. Congratulations to Las Vegas. Congratulations to Bill Haney, who got to make it there. Amongst all the controversy, all the delays, all the issues that they encountered, the team came together. Con- Congratulations to Yoel Judah, who's going to do an amazing job with uh, with Devin by cornering him until Bill showed up. Congrats to Las Vegas boxing. Congrats to Australian boxing, because they put on a hell of an event. It was a hell of a showing, a hell of a crowd, and it was loud as heck in that stadium. Everybody pulling for the one fighter who just, Didn't have enough. In my opinion, George Cambosos showed up really flat tonight. Really flat. Who knows if it had anything to do with the weight issues, with the weighing issues. Who knows? But George Cambosos showed up really flat. And who knows what it was? Was it an issue of him being outworked, outskilled, outboxed? Or was it an issue of George Cambozo's being there or partially being there because he was weight drained? He was gassed and weight drained going into the fight. Who knows? But the excuses could all be made up. One thing we know for sure. Delfimo Lopez claimed he was having issues with those weight, now is going up to campaign at 140. Devin Haney has said multiple times that he's had issues making weight, yet he made weight as a professional. George Camboso struggled to make weight at the weigh-in and 70 minutes later ended up making weight and ends up performing the way he did. Who knows what took place? But one thing we know: if If it's a weight issue, these fighters shouldn't be cutting to the absolute minimum or draining themselves to the absolute minimum that they could get to and competing at that level, but should rather be draining themselves or cutting at least to a comfortable level to where they feel they could compete. These are unfair advantages That continue to exist within the sport of boxing and the sport of MMA by way of the UFC that one championship has done away for years now, where they promote boxer or fighters to compete at a natural weight or a more natural weight for each of them, respectively. I hope we evolve the sport. To a level where we could actually see these fighters competing at a near level or perfect level for them, without going having them experience these extreme weight cuts. I will leave you guys with that. Travante Davis was successful last weekend. By knocking out Roly Romero, putting an end to all these arguments, all that BS that happened to the lead up during, pre, post, what have you. Gervonta Davis knocks out Roly Romero last weekend and cements himself as one of the true highest gate earners and one of the biggest draws in the sport of boxing today. Enter Devin Haney, who just became the undisputed champion tonight by defeating George Cambozos in a flawless victory of a fight. This is who our next fight needs to be. We need to see Gervonta Davis and Devin Haney next up. Gervonta Davis holds a piece of the WBA title. That's who we need to see before Lomachenko, or anybody else. All other mandatories need to take a step back. Gervonta needs to be next up. And that will end all arguments at 135. Or create new ones if Gervonta beats Haney. I leave you guys all with this. Thank you, thank you, thank you for all the continued support, the love, the downloads, the comments. I love you guys and gals. Thank you so much. The Tomatodito Boxing Show continues to grow. And we are reaching midnight post-Haney Camboso's fight. After several glasses of Johnny Walker double black, I join you guys in the celebration. And I say, salud. To you brothers and sisters out there listening, thank you, thank you, thank you from the bottom of my heart, and I'll catch you all in the next episode. Take care of yourselves. Have a good night.